Morning, everyone. This is Mitchell here. I'm uh, back on my MI Sports Talk podcast. It's good to see you guys again after a long time in the spring. I was predicting the NCAA Final Four back when life wasn't as normal back then. I mean, life is, still isn't normal now. We're going through the Delta variant of the COVID pandemic, but it's it's really becoming normal where in in a in a way where there's full capacity allowed in stadiums again. And I'm a Packers fan, and I'm excited this year that Lambeau Field is the which is the home of the Packers will be will be have, will be planning for full capacity as far as I know, and hopefully it stays that way. Hopefully everybody stays safe. So it's good to see you guys again after all this time. I hope to do at least one one episode per week with college and NFL starting. If not, if not one, at least two, because I could predict and I could analyze what, what, what good NFL games and what good college games can really happen. So, in that intro, we'll get started. This mostly is since I'm a Packers fan. It's mostly, mostly on how they, on how tough, how, how tough the loss was. I can't even, be, I can't even believe I was walking out of work. I worked hard where. I wasn't watching where I just didn't intend to watch too much of it. Didn't know what would happen. I DVR'd it, but I had people over at our apartment for the second half of it. So it's like hard to know, oh, we'll watch it through DVR. You have your phones, you have your radio. It's like, it's hard to keep up. But then but then finding out when I, when I get in the car around 5 o'clock, 5.30ish, because I lost my phone at work. And then, and then one of my supervisors found it. So yeah, and that's that regard it was turned it on and once i asked siri for the score it was 17 the saints and then the packers only had three points this was literally the start of the third quarter 10 minutes in the third quarter it was 17 to 3 the packers had not been used to getting their butts kicked this this way in a very long time it it, it even was worse than when they did then when they did really get blown out against the Vikings, maybe in December 23rd, 2017, the year prior to former head coach Mike McCarthy getting fired, I think it's just as just as rough in a way. You don't know if Matt LaFleur will get fired, but if since you don't play a lot of starters in the preseason, how are you going to get all that experience coming in against a decent team? They're starting to grow, but again, you get rolling out to a New Orleans Saints team, it's like, it's like you don't know. And this team was the defending runner-up in the NFC Championship. They had all this, they had all this whirlwind of Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, whether he's coming back to the, whether he's coming back to Green Bay, going to the Broncos, retiring. It just shows that it could be his final year. This this game where where they're 0-1. I know people have said. Oh, Tampa Bay has Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay lost 38 to three as well to New Orleans a 3:25 Fox game as well, and they won the Super Bowl last year. But how many other Super Bowls could the Rodgers had? He could have had at least three more appearances slash or ring, more rings for how many NFC Championship losses we really had over time, which notably two of them were close games that they could have won and they didn't. And now there's two others that they got blown out in, but those notably, especially last year, were the ones that should, they should have pulled out. So now this game, this game, they really didn't get the run game going. I saw Aaron Jones only had 20, 29 yards total, and I had him in fantasy football, which meant only 2.6 points for him. And then plus 19 for, 
for who, yep, for AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon, so that's literally just 40 rushing yards in a game. I don't know how you start that way. It's really hard to start that way and win a game, and the fact that they, the fact that they couldn't score one touchdown, even the, even for how un uncharacteristic it was, Matt Lafleur pulled pulled out his starter Aaron Rodgers for the entire fourth quarter, which I didn't know until people were telling me it because I didn't watch the whole fourth quarter. I also turned on the Kansas City Chiefs and Cleveland Browns game for how how close that was. That was a good one to watch as an NFL fan. I know just on how they both performed as teams and just yeah just on how just in general how good that game was and that was a rematch of last year's AFC Divisional so anyway uh, so having Love play the entire fourth quarter just shows that the Packers have a new rising star in the future if he gets it going but he even got sacked on his final play and then it was a fumble and the Saints got it back and game was over didn't seem like there was a lot that happened. Also, also Aaron Rodgers had two interceptions on his, on the opening day. That's very uncharacteristic of him as well. It's hard to believe that that happened. The way the way he could change it is maybe maybe have the offensive line do more work. Or I don't necessarily know what the plays were in the first half. I didn't watch them yet. I don't know if I intend to. So, but working my working my noon to five shift and being done for the second half when they got blown out this bad and they struggled this bad was actually worth it for how much I obsessed with every time the Packers play and wanting to catch every minute of it. This was a good game. This was a good game not to necessarily watch at the time for how how tough of a start it is. And this is a very tough tough, tough start to a season that has very high expectations with Rodgers coming back. I know the receiving core is still, I think the receiving core still needs a lot of work. Yeah, I know Randall Cobb's back. I don't know what he did. No, Devin Funchess did, he's not on the team anymore, but he could have, he could have maybe stay on the team, but yeah, he didn't, yep, and he didn't stay on the team, but Randall Cobb came back, but getting up there in age, whatever. Got Devontae Adams, I think, had a couple drops. I think he had a couple drops when I was watching on the news. I was watching on the news last night. I believe he had a couple drops too, and that's uncharacteristic of Devontae. You have Alan Lazard too, that's still trying to grow yet. He wasn't as good last year as the year before when we first had Matt LaFleur as a head coach, so it's going to take time for him to develop as well. Robert Tunyon, for how much of a stud Robert Tunyon was, he only had one reception for, for six yards. That's really that's really tough. He's he's on one of my fantasy teams, and I don't I don't remember if he's a starter or back, but that backup. But that's really tough. That really tough that they didn't really throw to him either for for playing a team like they did and not starting out like they did last year. There's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of growth to do. NFC North, all four NFC North teams. Since the NFC North had all non non division games lost, so all of them, including the Packers, are 0-1. The Bears were probably the closest to one. Oh, and then the Lions. Yep, all three games besides our game, which is the Packers, were close. You have the Bengals game against the Vikings, which went into overtime. They won 24 to 27. Cincinnati did. 
I saw the 49ers score. They won 41-33 over the Lions. And that's even with Jared Goff as a quarterback. How much the Lions stayed in it. That's amazing that they actually did with Goff as a quarterback. And knowing that they maybe could have won that game against a tough team. And the 49ers are up and rising again. So there, though that game was close. But then the second, the second worst, the second most blow was the Bears and Rams game. But the Bears stayed in it till mid third quarter. They tried, they tried the wheeling and dealing of Andy Dalton playing or Justin Fields. It was like a, it was a college college coach type of style. Like like when Colin Kaepernick came in, Colin Kaepernick came in on Monday night game and then just yep. Just was the star he was, but it'll take a while for Justin Fields to be the star he was. But I think it's kind of like the college. I think it's just kind of like the college, like, and it's kind of like that philosophy from what college coaches have. While you watch Division One games where you could where they can move the quarterback, Michigan did that. Jim Harbaugh did that with the 49ers with Colin Kaepernick, and now he did that from Joe Milton and Kade Nakamura. I think it. I think that. Matt Nagy's system with he with him trying to develop Justin Fields, even though he did well in the preseason, he's gotta develop him in the regular season. It's him, it's him he wants to develop at the same time as Andy Dalton because Andy Dalton's on a new team now. It's just that philosophy which makes it very interesting. I was highly interested while watching that game, how he's gonna how he did the things that time and they stayed in it against a very tough Rams team. And we'll have to see how it goes throughout the season, but how, yeah, but how fitting that was, that was, and it could be fitting for Fields if that's truly a home for him, like when they don't when they don't play a team as tough as the Rams. So then there, and then there's the Packers that got desperately blown, desperately blown out to the Saints. Now the Packers have a Monday night game against the Detroit Lions at 7:15 Central Time on ESPN, 8:30 Eastern Time for those of you in the Eastern Time Zone. Lions fans, it's gonna be late for you guys if you guys live in the lower lower part of Michigan because it's at 8:30 at night. It's really hard with these Monday games being extremely late and having work work days and that the next morning. But that's next game. It's gonna be. I could maybe do another analysis once I know more on how both teams performed on Sunday, but with Jared Goff maybe having the stats he did did on Sunday and how and how much the Packers struggled. Packers could be desperate for a win, but I think the Lions are even more desperate to pull out a 2-0 start. I don't even remember the last time the Lions were 2-0. I don't even necessarily know if it's the time they made the wild card playoffs a few times in Megatron years. I don't know, but the Packers go into could have Jordan Love get get some reps. He could be our backup the entire year. And Rodgers could just get traded or retire. That's how it is. They got they got blown out like they did in Jacksonville, and it was very tough to watch. Very tough to watch for all the Packer fans that watched it. I didn't watch till the second half. But I didn't apparently didn't miss a lot, and we'll see what happens for the next game if they're all right. But they're they're not even close to there yet, and they have to develop all week. Matt Lafleur has to push them a lot more in practice if they want to get to be if they want to legitimately be in first place. Legitimately want to pass up Tampa Bay while in the playoff rankings. It could go on and on and I could go on and on and on on how yep on how it could really go from here. And yeah, that's those are the things. Those are the important things that they gotta work on so they can get to that level and they don't have to play on the road. Because I know, 
I know we will get killed by the Tampa by Tampa Bay. I think it, I think it would be a huge blow if if they played there like the divisional NFC Championship. The season's easily over. If you play Brady Brady and company on the road, it's over. It was already over last year at Lambeau Field when they pulled it out against us. Couple took a couple plays, but yeah, season was over. Knew they weren't gonna win, so if they play him again, season's over. Yeah, that's how it's looking, and how this, how rough the first game was. This is just as embarrassing as Packers fans as the 2015 Bears game on Thanksgiving night, and that was also a, a loss to the Bears. Speaking of the Bears staying in it, they beat us that game, and they we won. We barely made the playoffs. We could have missed the playoffs with a couple more losses that year. Motor City Miracle in Detroit eventually the week after that happened. But, yep, they're hard to... The Packers franchise is hard to figure out when they lose. Then if they win, and then they win, it's kind of a mediocre thing. They're very hard to figure out. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Give me... Yep, just... Yeah, I would just I would just love it if you guys subscribed from Spotify, Apple Podcast on here. I'd love to I would love to have some have some more audience views. I saw I had some very good audience views. I had 25 total views for the final four prediction one and I really want to I really want to grow it from here. And have a great rest of the Tuesday and week. We'll see you next time on my MI Sports Talk podcast. Go Pack Go and Brewers and Bucks.